Hello everybody and welcome back to the world of investing. Before I begin, I just want to say that I concluded last episode stating that I will be discussing the stock market in this episode, but I'm sorry to say this will not be the case. Before discussing recent events with the stock market, I just want to get the point across that there are bad investments and I guess what exactly these poor investments are. It's my goal, as I've stated before, to help you invest intelligently. So I think it's important to touch on this before I get into the stock market more. Um, I'm going to be discussing the stock market in future episodes because I really just want to analyze and look at this historical thing that's going on, especially in the United States. All right. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the other side of things when it comes to investing and investments to stay away from. Essentially, the investments that I discuss are extremely risky and too risky to a point where they're not really investments anymore, but I guess they more, more so classify as gambles. When seeking to invest intelligently with the goal of making a profit, of course, um, a significant profit, risks need to be taken and significant risks in some circumstances. However, when gambling money, you're investing unintelligently because there's a great chance that you could lose all of your money. With that being said, during this episode, I'll be touching on call options and futures, cryptocurrencies, precious metals, and lastly, collectibles. I will more so be discussing call options, futures, and cryptocurrencies, but still provide enough information on precious metals and collectibles. I just want to show why all of these are poor investments, especially in the long run and when you're trying to make profit long term. All right. First off, call options. So these are alternative ways of buying and purchasing stocks. Call options are sold amongst other people, which give the buyer the right to purchase shares of a company under specified terms um, established by the seller. So for example, specified terms could be the right to purchase a company's stock at a certain price per share for a certain period of time while having to pay the person who sold you the call option a certain small price per share. It might be complicated, but I just hope I made it as simple as possible in that definition. So in this scenario, you benefit if a company's price per share experiences growth as the value of your call option will be worth a greater amount and you can sell this at a great profit. And also keep in mind that you bought the call option for a small amount of money and you make a great amount of money in turn after the company experiences significant growth or if it does. However, with call options, the risks truly surmount the reward. So first and foremost, it is very possible that with the call option, your entire investment could be lost. If the price per share of a company stock um, experiences no growth or little growth during the period of time warranted by your call option, the option will literally expire. And this means it becomes worthless and you have lost all of your money that you have put into this investment. Second, a call option is only a short-term investment, meaning that after the given time period in the specified terms, it's dissolved with either a profit or, like I said, it becomes worthless and expires. 
if a company experiences significant growth in the long term, you do not benefit um, from this with a call option because once again, it's only for a certain period of time. And if a company experiences growth after this time, then you just don't benefit from it whatsoever in comparison to if you just straight up invest in the stock and keep the stock long term, you will benefit from the company's growth. So this alternative way of buying stocks clearly is very risky, which is why it's ultimately deemed a poor investment. Next, futures. Futures deal with the value of commodities or financial instruments. Futures have actual delivery dates, which occur soon after they are purchased. And this can mean having a commodity such as wheat, gold, or I guess heating oil delivered to your home. And with the financial part, rather than a delivery, there's usually a cash settlement. With futures, you place a down payment worth typically little money toward the purchase of the commodity or the financial one. If the value of your future declines, more money will be required to prevent it from being sold. So that's obviously a negative. Um, there really is only one case that someone may have where they seek to buy a future. And I guess this is when you want to postpone selling a stock. For example, because of taxes that will decrease in the next year. And if you sell it, um, and then, or sorry, if you postpone selling it and wait until the next year, you'll in turn make more money because the um, taxes will deprive you of less money than in the previous year. Other than that, there is no true benefit from futures. Um, so call options and futures are extremely alike in the way that they're more so gambles and investments. There's an extreme risk and good chance that they lead to no profit and loss of money. All right, a, to move on, a popular topic of discussion in recent years, cryptocurrency. With Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency that experienced significant growth and provided many owners of the crypto with great profit. This led people on to believe that crypto is some investment that has a really good chance of experiencing significant growth. But cryptocurrencies really truly are not the smart investment because they're more so of a gamble as well. So I guess with all this talk of cryptocurrencies, I first have to define it. So what is a cryptocurrency? A cryptocurrency essentially is a digital currency exchanged via the internet. And these transactions are managed through a decentralized authority. So the unreliant of any bank or government to manage the crypto. Or the transactions rather. The thing about cryptocurrencies is that they have no intrinsic value. They are based off a made up process and they're just not they're not real it's all digital it's all digital in comparison to a commodity such as oil this actually has industrial uses and costs real money to obtain so going back to crypto this made-up process makes crypto act kind of like a commodity in the way that there are limited amounts of crypto like Bitcoin for example 
which you obtain through a made-up mining process with special um, equipment, computer equipment. Um, and you basically have to solve, I guess, difficult math equations to, this is like what people call obtaining Bitcoin is mine Bitcoin. Like I put that in quotes because you don't physically mine it and it's all via the internet. Um, there are countless cryptocurrencies as each one is obviously not unique. And this poses the risk that a certain crypto will collapse and lose all its value as others become more attractive to crypto investors. And I guess there's been a pattern of this. And obviously currently, um, many companies have experienced decline with the stock market. But if you look at Bitcoin, and obviously plays along with what I just said, its price has declined significantly along with many other cryptos recently. So that shows that it may not be the, the best investment, the most intelligent investment, because it's not, it's not always the case that it, uh, crypto will experience significant growth. Like other stocks, they can decline as well. Ultimately, crypto is more of a gamble than an investment because it's just so volatile. Um, it just fluctuates in high amounts during short periods of time. That being said, the risk is far too high that you will lose your investment if a crypto collapses. Also, with a short period of time factor, um, cryptocurrency is obvious or not the intelligent investment when looking at the long term. All right. When referring back to this idea of intrinsic value and I guess how that makes a crypto an unreliable investment, it doesn't necessarily, or intrinsic value doesn't necessarily make a commodity such as precious metals good investments. So to touch on precious metals in history, um, such as gold and silver, they have been used as currencies or mediums of exchange, which means that they were exchanged or traded for other, I guess, objects or commodities worth value. Um, precious metals are still widely used to this day, for example, especially with jewelry. This investment may be appealing for the reason that gold and silver in particular perform rather well during periods of inflation, when a country's primary currency depreciates in value. Over history, in the US especially, during periods of inflation, the price of these precious metals, so gold and silver, have experienced extremely significant growth. As inflation continues, when people fear um, inflation coming, precious metals may be an appealing investment because you may hope for the price to skyrocket. But once again, this is more of a gamble because you're just hoping for the price to skyrocket. It's not guaranteed, obviously. And when looking at times where there's non-inflation, um, obviously gold and silver doesn't skyrocket as much. Um, once again, when looking at the long-term game, these periods of inflation don't last forever. So the value of precious metals is bound to decrease after it skyrockets. And when this period of inflation is over, unlike stocks, investments in precious metals don't pay dividends. So there's no way to make money besides the increase in their value. When comparing this gamble to stocks, real estate, and business, the three ownership investments that I've touched on 
previously and gone into detail. Um, precious metals do not match them entirely, just in the long run, especially when you're investing long term. All right, that's for the precious metal investment, which I hope to keep concise and make it clear that like cryptos, call options and futures, they are more gambles and truly not the intelligent investment. While the three ownership investments, of course, should be favored if you're looking to make profit, as I will say this many times in the long run. The next and final investment um, to veer away from is not really what I, I at least think of when the topic of investing is discussed, and that is collectibles. Collectibles are, well, it's in the name, some object of worth that you collect, and this could be for interest, of course. Um, the term collectible can refer to trading cards, coins, art, antiques, toys, comic books, stamps, etc. There's just a lot, there are many things that you can collect for for like monetary purposes or also interest. Um, most collectibles have little intrinsic value. However, the public, I guess, can place high value on them. For example, if you look at paintings, it's just a canvas and paint, which could be purchased for very little money. But certain paintings are worth significant money and are auctioned off for great value. That being said, despite the intrinsic value of collectibles, um, they're valued high by the community, or they can be. And obviously some collectibles are not valued high and they're valued very low, near their actual intrinsic value. Um, still, this investment may be able to make you money, but it just cannot produce income and profits like the ownership investments. In other words, they're just not as reliable and more like a gamble. If you want to invest, I suggest not going into collectibles and only going into collectibles in the case that you have an interest in them and you're less dedicated to make money off them. But of course, if you're most likely listening to this podcast, you have an interest in investing and seek to make money and a profit. Um... This is all I wanted to cover on collectibles and like precious metals, I wanted to keep it concise and make it clear that there are better investments other than collectibles and the four I previously discussed. So call options, futures, cryptos, and precious metals. All right, that will do for this episode. I just want to reiterate that I'm sorry if I misled any listeners um, the last episode by saying that I'll be talking about the stock market in this episode. Um, once again, in future episodes, I will be discussing the stock market and also feature um, some knowledgeable guests to talk about the recent events that have happened to the stock market. Um, with this episode, although it's not the stock market, I hope I helped you gain some more knowledge on investing and provided you with enough information to know if something is a good investment. And I guess persuade you a little bit if you want to make profit in the long term. Once again, reiterating that the three ownership investments, small business, stocks, and real estate, those should be the go-to. 
but I guess obviously if you want to risk all your money and I guess gamble, I mean, I'm obviously not suggesting this or advocating it, but for some reason, if that's something you want to do and I guess try to make money in the short term and maybe that's an interest that you have, then maybe you could choose a cryptocurrency, for example, but I guess that would be the only case. And if you don't want to risk all your money, I guess, or take an extreme risk, then once again, the three ownership investments are the best. All right. Thank you for listening to the podcast.